Okay, Boker Tov. <clears throat> Today's daf is daf Lamed Ches in Sukkah, right from the Mishnah. Nisha Babaderach. Person was on the road, people were traveling, they didn't have a Lulav. We also learned before that if a person Baderach, he's potter from a Sukkah and from Lulav, right? Because he's, uh, he can't, if, if, if he's, uh, he's Ozik the Mitzvah. If he's uh, stam traveling, uh, then it depends, right? If he's able to do it or not. But generally, pardon? He's up in the air. Up in the air, he can't do the sukkah, that's correct. If he's up in the air, if he's traveling, it's possible. But basically, there's a chiyav. Also, as we'll see, if he's babaderach, the lulav is not the oraisa, because otherwise he wouldn't be traveling. He was first a yantav. In any case, he didn't have a lulav. For whatever, he didn't have a lulav. It's possible if you're traveling, you could have a lulav, but he didn't have a lulav. Lee told to, to be taken from Kamitzvah So basically, when he comes to his house, he told Al Shulchanos. It's a strange thing. Because presumably, he was traveling in the morning when everybody went to shul. So he didn't have a lulav or people would normally take the lulav in the morning. He came home, he sat down to lunch. So he should even interrupt his lunch to take the lulav, to be kind the mitzvah. He should bench lulav, bench or bench lulav and esrog, even while he's eating. Bimara will deal with this. Then the Mishnah says, second thing. If he didn't take the lulav in the morning, he forgot or he, whatever happened, he eat better by him. He could take it in the evening, towards dusk, meaning in mincha time. Shekal yom because the entire day is really kashal lulav. And as we take it in the mornings, reason like the mitzvahs, we do it when we say halal. But if you didn't do daven for some, if you didn't use, if you didn't take the lulav in the morning, you take it in the afternoon. The whole day is kashal. The Gemara is going to deal with the strange lashon over here in the Mishnah. You say even while he's eating, he should take the, interrupt his meal to take the lulav. Remember the mafsik that you're supposed to be mafsik your meal to stop the meal, interrupt the meal to take the mitzvah of lulav. Or a minute we learn imischilo and mafsikim. When it comes to davening mincha, we say over there that you're supposed to daven, you're supposed to <coughs> daven mincha, and if it's in the afternoon, time for mincha, you should daven first, then eat. But if you start eating already, you're not mafsik. So what do you see? You're not mafsik to, to, to daven. So why should you be mafsik to take the lulav and esrog? What's going on over here? You say you stop your meal to take the lulav and esrog. Why don't you just, and there we say when it comes to davening, you don't stop the meal to, to daven, you daven later on. So the Gemara gives the obvious answer. Rav Safra lo kasha hadika shos biyom, but it's just very simple. Is there time or not? When we say that you could daven later, yeah, because you had your meal, let's say at one o'clock, plenty of time to daven mincha later on. They daven at shul at five, five thirty, whatever. Plenty of time. here. It's speaking about when he came home and he sat down to his meal. He came home starving, whatever, and he sat down to his meal four or five o'clock. And we're afraid by the time he finishes his meal, he won't have a chance to live with us. Because that's a very simple answer. Amarava, my question: What's the kind of a kasha is that? Why do you even have to say kasha when he had time? He didn't have time. What's the this obvious difference between tefillah and lulav? My kushya, Dilmahada Raisa had Rabbanan. Lulav is the Raisa. So for the Raisa, you interrupt your meal. Davening mincha is only Rabbanan. The tefillah that's the Raisa is that you have to talk to God every day. You know, that's, that's, a, that's the Raisa. But certainly the Takana, we have the Shmanesri, the way we daven, Shema is a Raisa. But saying Shmanesri and mincha is certainly a Rabbanan. It's a Rabbanan. You're not Mafsik meal. For the rice you are, maybe that's the answer. So what kind of a kasha did you have over between the rice and the say you say im 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 uh, you, you're supposed to interrupt your meal there, you say you don't interrupt the meal? No, if there was a kasha, maybe this was a kasha that you should have asked, that you could have asked, that you give that answer to and say if he had time or not. It says when he comes home, he should take the take the uh, lulav even in the middle of his meal. Alma the Mafsik. So in the mission itself we have a stira. 
Because first it says you interrupt your meal. Then it says, Then it says, if you didn't take it in the morning, take it in the evening. So the first part of the mission sounds like, hey, interrupt your meal, stop, do it right now. You came home late, you interrupt, interrupt your meal and do the lulav. Then it says afterwards, yeah, if you didn't do it in the morning, do it in the afternoon. So the first part of the mission says, interrupt, stop everything, do it right now. The second part of the mission says, no, you got plenty of time. You don't interrupt it, you do it later on. Um, so to that, Rav Safra's answer worked. Very simple. In the ratio we're talking about, there was no time left. He was eating towards the evening. So we were afraid that he'd miss it. And the safest speaking, well, there's plenty of time. That's how you could ask the kasha, a steer in the mission itself, not a kasha from davening mincha. Um, Rav Zera, Rav Zera says again, what kind of a kasha is that? Maybe it just means, what was your kasha? First part of the mission says, you got to interrupt your meal. Second part of the mission says, if you didn't do it in the morning, do it in the afternoon. That's a kasha. You have to give an example. Say we're talking about two different cases. Maybe all it means is this. Maybe the mission is telling is, you came home from the road. You didn't take lulav yet. You sat down to a big meal in the afternoon. You know what? You're supposed to interrupt the meal. Take the lulav at Esri. So the rice to take it, take it. If you didn't do it, maybe that's the same mission saying, you're supposed to interrupt your meal and do it. But if you didn't, you could do it later on. Maybe that's all the mission means. So what kind of a kasha is that? It's not, that's not a kasha either. So Rav Zeira says, not like we said before, right? Uh, not like we said before. First we said, Rav says this kasha, that kasha, Rav says no. <laughs> really, the first kasha of the Gemara is a good kasha. You say in the Mishnah is supposed to interrupt your meal to take the lulav. I by Minchat says over there that you don't have to interrupt the meal. So what you're saying, so Rabbi said, what, you, what kind of a kasha is that? Mincha is drabonan. Lulav is daraisa. So that's why you interrupt your meal for the rice, so you don't interrupt it for drabonan. No. No, here we're speaking about Yant of Shani. What does Yant of Shani mean over here? Yant of Shani means Chalamoy. We're speaking of Chalamoy where the Lulav is also only Drabonan because the only mitzvah of Lulav and Esra, it's not like Sukkah where the mitzvah is all seven days. Mitzvah at least that you have to eat. In Machlokas, how many meals you have to have. But if you eat during Sukkah, you have to eat in the Sukkah. Lulav is only the first day. The other days are Drabonan. Here we're speaking of it's also, it's Chalamoy. So it's not a kasha why say, hey, what about mincha? Mincha is drabonan. That's why you don't interrupt it. And Lulav is the rice. And now here we're speaking about Lulav is also drabonan because we're speaking about on Chalamoy the other days. How do you know? If you're on the road, maybe you has no Lulav. No, we're talking about the first day Yantif Mishari. What kind of trip? Is it permissible to travel on Yantif? Can't be traveling out there. So when the mission says you were traveling, you didn't have a chance to take the lula of whatever you didn't have lula with you. You come home and you sat down to a meal. What are we talking about? We're not talking about a yantha. If you weren't traveling on yantha, we're speaking about chalamoy. Also on chalamoy, it's a drabonan, and we're asking a kasha from mincha's drabonan. So why by mincha don't you interrupt the real, and by lula you do? That's the kasha. They're both drabonans. The answer is, you know what? One is speaking about where there was time in mincha. There was time. You get that mincha later on. You're eating at one, two o'clock. Later on. In the case of the Louvre, speaking about you came home in the middle of the day from a long trip, you sat down to a meal, and maybe you'll fall asleep, or maybe it was late, there wouldn't have been time. Over here, you see the Lushen of Yontif Shani refers to Chalamoy, the Mepharshim say, right. right? Many times, you know, so Mepharshim grappled with that because many times Yontif Shani, for example, before we had, if you didn't <coughs> have all the meals before, 14 meals, you could be Mashlin on Yontif Shani. That Yontif Shani meant Shemini Yatzeris. And, <coughs> and many times Yantif Shani means what we were used to in Chutzlar, it's where you have the, the second day of Yantif, right? That's Yantif Shani. 
So many times that's referred to as Yont of Shani Shel Golios, you know, Shel, right? Shel Golos, Shel Golos. So again, the Lush and the strange, it, it, it depends on the context. In this context over here, Yont of Shani clearly means Cholomoy, the Vadai. Sometimes Yont of Shani means the second, you know, sometimes it can refer to the second group of Yont like on Pesach. Yont of Shani could be the seventh day of Yont of. On Sukkot, it could be Shemini Atzeris. It depends on what you're talking about. Here, Yont of Shani means Cholomoy, obviously, because we're talking about you were traveling. Doesn't this all work, aside from the Gemara, mm-hmm. the, the, the minute, doesn't this all work if you look at it, what came first? What do you mean? By Mincha, as I understand the Gemara there, by Mincha, yeah. we're talking about where the time of Mincha had not come yet. No, 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 no. Where you came in, you were No, no, if Mincha time had not come yet, there wouldn't right. be a question. No, uh, oh, no, you mean during your suda? Yeah, yeah. So, so no, no, no. Come. Right, no, no. That means even if the time, right? But no, the but point that's is, that's what yeah. So that's said. the answer. So that's the answer. The answer is the answer is is that they were speaking. Right. So that's right. So the answer is right. So he just came home now and right. he sat down to eat. Right. He sat down to eat. Right. right. So you're upset because you right, you're missing a mitzvah that you should have that you should have done before. But here also you're talking about where where while your meal is happening you have the you could do the mitzvah. but you but the meal obviously there's a chashivas to the meal. No, no, because I Because otherwise there wouldn't be an issue. Right, right, so I assume. So if yeah. mincha time comes in the middle of your meal, so finish eating and then go to mincha. Right, right, because right. Because you started before. Whereas by lulav, the min- in the morning you had a mitzvah. Right, there's a difference there. So there's a difference. The but right now, right, 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 that's the difference before when you started. Mishnah. Right, there you started. Even right. in the mission it works. Right. Right, you could Both say that. Both parts of the Mishnah work. You've got a mashka surah and vigiyah's kind of in a fact situation. Then, by the way... Right. You can so you could argue. You could also argue that since he was on the road, he didn't have an opportunity to. So he said the first thing he stepped into his house, he should have picked up the lube before right, he sat down right, to eat. Right. It's a nice because he had to miss it four hours right. ago. So the Gemara's answer suffices for that too. It's a good point, but the Gemara's answer suffices too. That's not machalik. In other words, right now while he's eating, he has a mitzvah. He can continue meeting, or he has he could do the mitzvah. You're right. There's but a but difference there. there. The to the eating, right. That is said. No, no. The chashivas eating is that he started eating. He should finish his meal, etc. You shouldn't interrupt it's it. A have sick, have some prevention, etc. Right. So you. So so that, that you're right. There, there's a, that's a, also an answer. But the, the Gemara's answer suffices for both. That it, it's not dependent on that. That's a chilik chain of machalik because it all depends. If there's time, there's time. There's no time. There's no time. For example, if if he started a meal, let's say he started a meal before mincha. Before, let's say, at 11 o'clock, and it was a long meal, right. and then it was a short day. Myra was at 4 o'clock. No, Purim Suda, right? Whatever it was. No, whatever, whatever. He, he, the whole day. And he didn't dab mincha. So even though he's in the middle of his meal, but he's got to dab mincha because there's no, there's no time left. He has to interrupt the meal. So again, the, you understand? So it's a chiluk. You're right that there's a nice difference there, but that's not really mechalik at the end of the day. Should he interrupt his meal and dab mincha or not interrupt his meal and do a mitzvah, if it's lulav or mincha? And the answer of the Gemara is it depends if there's time afterwards. If he's going to finish his meal by 2, 3 o'clock and dab mincha, fine. Because there that's you really, understand he's going to lose the mitzvah. Okay, so that's the answer. That's the answer of the Gemara. The Gemara's right. answer is, 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 is he going to lose? At the end of the day, the, the, key, the key is, is he going to lose the mitzvah or not? Mm-hmm. So we're here in the case of the lulav. It, it's not a problem that he, had, that he had a mitzvah to do it before. If he knows he's going to finish his meal by 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and there's plenty of time to do lulav, he also can take the lulav afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, in other words, what the Gemara is saying is he should take it he, uh, even in the middle of the meal. He doesn't mean he should take it in the meal like you're saying, well, since he had the mitzvah before, he should have done that first. He's a bad boy because he should have taken the lulav before the meal. No. If there's time, he, the Mishnah is the, the speaking about where there wouldn't be time afterwards. Mm-hmm. He finished the meal too right. late. In other words, what you're saying is a nice difference, but the Gemara's answer is better because the Gemara is saying that's not the key. The key is, is there time afterwards or not? And all things that are drawbarn. All things that are drawbarn.
So now we're going to get into the concept of somebody else reading. And again, in our time, Baruch Hashem, we daven in a shul where most people could daven. They know how to say the words themselves. But in those days, in those days, they, they couldn't. There was a lot of people who were illiterate. Until modern times, till 100 years ago, women were totally illiterate. So <coughs> there were many illiterate people. Right? But, that's why you had a shulich tzibur. Yeah, that's why you had a shulich That's why there was a shulich tzibur. They couldn't daven. Now, so let's say a <coughs> person had an evet or a woman or a cotton, Macronoso, were reading for him. He couldn't read it. And they read it for him. Now, they're not a chiv, because a cotton's not a chiv. And a woman or uh, an evet, like Kosa says, is, it's a mitzvah seisha, so we're talking about, say, davening or halal. These are all drabonan. So, uh, uh, well, well, let's see. Let's, let, let, I'm getting ahead of myself. They're, they're at least mitzvah seisha's mind grama. They're potter because mitzvah seisha's mind grama. So they're not a chiv. So, for example, the Gemara Bracha says that a, a woman is also mechuyif in benching. It's not depending on time. So if she eats a shear, let's say, and she benches, the man could just say, Amen, because she can be motzi with him. Uh, she can be motzi him. But here it's speaking about where they can't be motzi him because they don't have the same mitzvah. So, Misha, Eved, Oisha, Omkotten, Makronoso, Ona, Achrein, he says the words with them. In other words, they say, Baruch uh, and he says, Baruch He just repeat the words. Repeat after me. You know, like he says, repeat after me, Harei, At, Mukadeshesli, you know, you know. And then say Lee, he says say Lee, right? You know, Hareat Mukudeshis Lee. And the rabbi doesn't want to say the man start. He says Haray at Mukudeshis, and the rabbi doesn't want to say Lee, because then it's like he said it to the word. So he says say Lee. So the idiot says say Lee. So you have to repeat it. You have to repeat the words properly. So Misha Hoya Evero Isha Omakra you have to answer all the words. Because he doesn't know, because because you have to be outside, right? Very simple. Now we're talking really about how, but it means all these. Mashin, you have to repeat what's in. But tell me, but he should be cursed. He should be cursed. Why? Why? Because because shulolamad. And Rashi says vim hulamad lamu lamu tzerichotam kiluzeh b'zayon shabishu shalochuyav chayav laagid lo lakri lakrin lo. Okay. So that's what we say. Mashin, but tell me, he should be cursed for that. Imoya gadol makars. Let's say an adult read for him. So an adult, again speaking where he should, adult read for him. So if adult read for him, he doesn't have to repeat each word because I can be yotzi with your things. As we're going to see in the Gemara, you're also shamei kaona. Even if I don't answer, the, even if I don't answer, just listening, I'm yotzi. That's why in kedusha, which many people don't do properly, all the rules in the davening are, are many times are forgotten here in shul. If you come in late, you're supposed to daven shema shmoneser with the tzibur. People don't listen to that. They go at their own pace. They miss. They miss shliach the tzibur. People, people of kedusha, people skip it and come back later on. You say bar shema ashrash. All the rules that we've learned are basically thrown out usually by by if you look around in the shul. Another rule is that if you're in shmoneser, you daven on shmoneser, and the chazan comes to kedusha, right? You don't say. You don't interrupt. But you're, you're quiet. quiet. You're quiet. Why? Because quiet. by listening, Nikadish, it's Shomeyakon, it's like you said it without saying it. So it's like you said it, you didn't actually say it. And then you pick it up afterwards, right? Then you continue on. But you stop because Shomeyakona. Even though you didn't say anything. So if Imayu yeah. go to Makro, so Onaf Ala Luka. Yeah. Yeah. If you're too late. No, 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 no. That, that, that's the second option. In other words, if you come in in middle of Shemonesrei and you they started already, so there's no option. So you wait for them. You wait for them. You wait for them. But I'm talking about when people, let's say, come in. You come in five minutes late. You come in five minutes late. You come into Hashrei. You come into Hashrei. So what you put your tefillin on? The hem kfar ba baruch Hashem ba'olamam nevein. Ata omer baruch Hashrei baruch Hashem Hashrei yishtabach. Atam amshich shema itam. 
לא לחכות מאחורי אחר כך ואז להצטרף לשיר ציבור, בגלל השליח ציבור לא אומר את זה באמת, זה לא ציבור. הוא אומר את זה בגלל שמנהג כי יש שם רצים שלא יכולים להתפלל. אבל העיקר, שלי, העיקר ציבור הוא ביחד. שעשרה ים, אנשים אומרים ביחד את ה-18. זה העיקר. ערבית גם כן. נכון, אני בא והשכיבנו, נכון, שתי דקות אנחנו מדברים בחוץ, אתה מתחיל שמונה עשרה ואחר כך אתה אומר את הכל, נכון, נכון, וגם במינכה, אתה בא בטילס השם מדבר פיל, אין לך זמן להגיד אשרי, אתה אומר שמונה עשרה איתם, אחר כך אתה אומר אשרי. כן, כן, שמונה עשרה זה הכי So now he says, okay, so that's it. Might go, Marco. So oh no, then you have to only say hallelujah. Now, what does that mean? The, the, it is, the, the minig was in those days when the people didn't know how to say the words. Let's say we're talking about hallel, really, because it's it's on yontiv. So the shliach would say each word, which each line. Okay, the pasuk says he said, but say Yisrael me Mitzrayim based on was hallelujah. How you say you don't catch Yisrael? Everybody would answer hallelujah. By the way, I said that before. In the Temani Shul, that's the way they do it. That's how they do it. They still do it. So that's the minhag that they still have today. Because they didn't know how to do it. The person says the word. And then they answer hallelujah. Every line. Every line. Every line. It's like saying omein. So that was them saying hallelujah. Now, so you might go to my girl. But really, you could be able to say without saying anything. The minhag was hallelujah. That's how they said it. It's like hallelujah. Now, as we know in hallelujah, we say many psukim twice, right? Like, right, now if the minute is to double them up, you, you repeat them, like we do. The reason for that is that whole parsha starting with Hashem, is really, you know, Yemen Hashem Masachai, Yemen Hashem Masachai, Yemen Hashem, Lo Amuzkei The whole phrase, Rashi points out, the whole, the whole paragraph is doubled up until you come to Od Hashem. So, Od Hashem, from there it's not, so we double it up. Od Hashem, Eis Hashem, right? Od Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Lo Amen, An Hashem, Mashiach, we double up the whole thing, we say it twice. If that's the minute, if you just say, if the minigas to say one pasuk, you don't repeat it. You don't do it. Levarach here. If the minigas to say after Halal, we say Yahalaluch Hashem Levarach and Melchulah Atishbachos. Right. That's the minig we say at the end. If the minigas to say it, we say it. The minigas not to say it. I call him minigam Medina. That's the thing. The brach at the beginning. Baruch Hashem. Okay. No. Hashem. Hashem. The Sibonu Lekras Halal. That everybody. That you have to say it because you always have to make a bracha over the chiyasim before. Tomorrow, 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 we'll point that out. But if we talk about here at the minigas, Levarach means the bracha afterwards. Tanrabam. Bamazam, the truth is, that's like the halacha. This is Bamazam, that's halacha. Ben Baruch a kid could be Baruch for his father. Again, if the father then repeats the words. It's a curse for a person if his wife and his kids have to, have to, have to make a bracha for him. Either, be, either because now, you might say, wait a minute, before Shem say, wait a minute, why, why, what's wrong by, by, by I said, by Birkas Amazon, if the wife is a Daraisa, she true. could. So over here also, what do you mean? This is all Drabonan also? Uh, what do you mean the kids, the kids are Drabonan, right? He's not Chayv anyway. And you're also a Drabonan. It's only, the answer is the kids is a double Drabonan. It's a Drabonan. The Halal is a Drabonan. And the kid is a Drabonan. So it's a double Drabonan. This is only one Drabonan. Some say that the kid, isn't, the kid, don't, the kid doesn't even have one Drabonan. Because there's no mitzvah on the kid. There's a mitzvah on the father to teach the kid. The, mitzvah, the kid doesn't have a mitzvah draw on him. There's a mitzvah on the father, so the, kid's only, so the kid doesn't even have a draw on him. Why is it a curse? Yeah. If the guy's sick. No, no, no. If he's not able to. We're talking about if he's able. If he's willing and able. If he's able and he didn't, he didn't take the time to learn it. And his wife, you know, that's what we're talking about. It's a curse for, for the person. Amarava. Hilchasa, Gevirta, many great halachas may be learned. From the, from the minute, the way they sound, now that's not our minute today. We have to understand, we have certain minagam, like you said, the Teimanim of that minute. 
from the minute that, that, that Rava had in his locale, which is not our minig here in the Ashkenazi uh, community, but the minig that he had there, you can learn many great halachas. What does that mean? Who am I looking at him? At the beginning, the midst of the, the minig there was, uh, and then the, the chazan would say, Hallelujah. They would all answer Hallelujah immediately. The first word, Hallelujah, mitzvah answer Hallelujah. So he says that from the way we do that, from the way we do that, we see that that's, a, that, that's the mitzvah. The first mitzvah is Mashanu Noagin. He starts off and he's quiet. Then we say it. We learn over here, even if you know how to say it. Even the, the Taimanim today know, know how to read, right? That's the mitzvah. So that's, so that's the first thing we learn. Then, at the end of the first parsha, not after the first word, after the first word, then now what do we do today? We all say the whole parsha. We all say it together, right? right? But at the end of it, he's saying, hallelujah. They also say hallelujah. Now, why did they say hallelujah at the end? That teaches us to what the mahalacha was then. If, if a gadol is reading for him, because he can't, that's how we see, now is that halacha that we said, that if a, an elder, a person who's, can be motzi, you, you say after halacha, we see from our minute today, why do we say halacha at the end? We just say the whole thing and sing it, and then after he says, what do we do? We just go on with bitseis, right? Mm-hmm. But in their minig was, minig their rubber was, maybe that's the minig of the same minute, that said halaluka. Why do you say that? To remind you that when you couldn't, if you didn't know, and somebody's reading for you, you're also supposed to say halaluka after each pasuk. Mm-hmm. Now, why hodel Hashem, we also repeat after it's hodel Hashem. Why do that? Mikan shemitzlanus rashi prokim. Not only are you supposed to do this, a special mitzvah besides answering Hanukkah after each pasuk, but there's a mitzvah at the, at the beginning of each, of each parak that says to Ramazaz, you also say there, you repeat that whole pasuk. So here when it comes to Hodul Hashem Kitom Chasu, which is the beginning of this whole paragraph, in our, in our Sidurim it's all as separate, but it's parak Kuf Yudchet starts with this Hodul Hashem and ends off with Hodul Hashem Kitom Chasu. That's all one parak. So from there you learn out the fact that we repeat Hodel Hashem. It's a special mitzvah to answer, to, read the, to repeat the first verse of each, of each, uh, of each uh, uh, paragraph. Now, by as soon as they say they repeat without even finishing the Pasuk. The end of the Pasuk, I said, it's Remember what I said yesterday. I don't understand why we do twice and then twice. That doesn't make sense. We should say, which is one Pasuk together. That's one whole Pasuk. And then repeat why we do it. It's just a minute that. that uh, it's a ta'ud, I think. Anyway, that's how we do it. But he says over here, who am I on Hashem And they repeat on Hashem. What is it? Mikan Shema Yekot Makari also on Why do you repeat on Hashem 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 Why repeat that? It's not the beginning of the parrot. It doesn't teach me that repeating the Hallelujah. That teaches, that's to remind us that if, if you don't know how to read and your little boy knows how to read and he's reading for you, you have to repeat each word because he cannot emote to you. He's a child. So that's how we, that, that reminds us of that. That's what he's saying. They repeat on Hashem. That, and, and then, and repeat on Hashem That shows you that if you want to repeat something, you double it. Because that, that reminds us, this halacha, that repeat it again. Because he says, and then you say, if, if the Tzibur says, if the Shlich is on Hashem why do you repeat on Hashem Why do you repeat the same thing? It's not the beginning of the parak. It's not, it's not that halalukah which reminds us that you say it at the end of the Pasuk. It reminds us that if you want to double it up, like our mitzvah is, our minigiz, that odul from, from, uh, from Oda, 
right? We repeat each pasuk. That whole thing we repeat till the end. Why? Because the, the whole parak is repetition. Like I said, Yemen Hashem, Hashem, twice. It's all doubled up. So if you're minig, that's the us today. This does not contradict what I said about that minig that we repeat on Hashem Hashem twice. Doesn't make sense. In other words, what he's saying is from Rabbi, you say. That the Shliach Tzibur said, Anashem Ashiyana, and we repeat Anashem Ashiyana. Anashem Atzlichana, Anashem Atzlichana. I am interrupting the Pasik, so Tosis points out, interrupting a Pasik, first of all, that's only a problem if it's one person. Here it's two different people. The Shliach said, the Shliach Tzibur said, Anashem Ashiyana, and then we say Anashem Ashiyana. He didn't stop. And then he says, Anashem Atzlichana, and we say Anashem Atzlichana. In other words, we just stopped in the middle of Pasik, but we didn't stop and not finish a Pasik. He didn't stop and not finish a Pasik. He finished a Pasik a second later. My whole problem is, why do we say on Hashem Moshiach twice before we go to Hashem Moshiach? That's the difficulty, it doesn't make sense. Okay, Mikhail Shemeikon. Now, what's more thing? Who Omer Baruch Abba Shem, the Heim Omer Shem Hashem. Now, their minig was also, we don't have this minig. He, he would say Baruch Abba, and they would answer B'Shem Hashem. Right? It's one word. Why, why, don't, why, don't, why do they answer Baruch Abba? Why don't we answer, why don't we say Baruch Abba? We, the, the fact that we say B'Shem Hashem and we skip Baruch Haba, we listen to what he said, Mikan Lashem This is a concept that you learn that just listening is like you said it. And that's why I said before, if you're in the middle of Shemin Esrei and the Shlich Tzibur is up to the Kadesh Hashem Chabalon, you stop. You say nothing and you listen. Because by listening, it's like you said it. When he's finishing, and he goes on to then you pick it up from where you, from where you stop. That's the concept of the Shemei Kona. The truth is, if I hear you make a bracha, even if I didn't answer a man, I didn't say anything, technically, I'm Yotze. They ask all kinds of shalos. If you Yotze already, so answering a man is a hefzik, whatever. But that's all, that's technical uh, lumbus. Boy, my name is Rafi Baraba. Shama Veloana. So he asked a simple question. And Stam, if I heard somebody didn't answer Mao, Omale, Chachimaya, the Chacham, the Sephraya, the teachers, the Reshiyama, and the leaders, the Darshan, the Darshanam, the, uh, uh, the, you know, the speakers, the, the speakers who, uh, who Darshaned, Omru Shama Veloana Yotza, your Yotza, just by listening, you're, even if you didn't answer. How do I know that just listening, if I listen, it's like I repeated it. It's like I answered the chiv. Es kol divrei asefer asher korah melech Yehuda. That's the girsa. That's the pasuk. All the, the words of the sefer that the king of Yehuda, who was Yoshua, Yoshio, read. Yoshio karn did Yoshio read. They found the sefer. Lo shafan karn shafan. The assistant over there shafan. He read it. Dechsivei kro shafan. It's called very melfei melech. El mikal shmei kan. See the fact that he listened to it is like he said himself. Like Marav Duma Bosser the Karenu shafan. Maybe after shafan read it, Kari Shayo. Like maybe he read it for him. Like you know he. Uh, what's the word? Where you know you read it for. Him, you you not mind him, you know, you let him on, right? You you said for him, and then he, he repeated it, repeat after me. Maybe you repeated after him. So you can't say that. It says, Yan because you had a soft heart, and you humbled yourself before Hashem when you heard this, right? When you heard it, he didn't read it. You shouldn't interrupt yourself between and then B'Shem Hashem, because it sounds like then that, that, that B'Shem Hashem is going on nothing. You're saying God's name Stam. No, Ella Baruch Abba B'Shem Hashem, but you should say it together. Now, even though Rava said elsewhere, Ratosus points out that uh, the Gemara that says, for example, the Vaychalitza, she shouldn't say, she should say, Lo, and then Avayabni, because it sounds like Avayabni, like he wants to make, uh, make even me. But, and Rava says, it's Lav Dafka. He says, because after he heard from Safra's answer, he answered, the Gemara over here, he skips the parentheses, Mashal. Um, Rav, another thing says, Lo, Lamin, Yeshme Rabba. Here, you shouldn't say Yeshme Rabba and then stop. And like be mafsik, and then but varach, 
because it sounds like Mvarach is not going on the great name of God. El Yeshmei Rabba Mvarach, say it together. May God, may the great name of God be blessed together. Badari, Amli of Safra, Moshe, like you call the Moshe with covet. Shavrakam, you think what you said makes sense? You think it's a good? No. El Ahasam Bahacha, over there in the first case, and in the second case, Asuke Milso. The end of the, the end of the, is just the, is, is continuing with the first part. In other words, Asuke Milso. Mavarach is going on the first part. B'Shem Hashem is going on the first part. So even if you took a breath in between for lesson, but there's no problem if you stop for a second. If you said Yehishme Rabba, and then the Mavarach, a second later, it's clear that the Mavarach is going on the Yehishmei Rabbah. But obviously it's preferable to say Yehishmei Rabbah Mavarach together and Baruch HaBav Shem Shem together. All right, pick up tomorrow, Mitzvah, regular time.